Welcome to the How to Make It a Lifestyle podcast. This is episode 42, addition before subtraction when it comes to building your eating plan. So talk a lot about uh, building an eating plan around your preferences. When you're doing this, this is the, the very first thing you do. You look at three to five food items, meals, snacks, whatever. If you can go for more, if you've got like 10 or 12, however many things you can identify that you like to eat on a regular basis, you start there. Now, at the very beginning, when you're starting this, it has nothing to do with how nutrient-dense the, the meal is or the food choice or whether you're eating it at home, whether you're eating at a restaurant. You are just identifying what your preferences are when it comes to, when it comes to eating. So when you're doing this, the, this, again, is just being very specific with identifying your food choices. Now, the next step is to start adding nutrient-dense foods. What are those? Those are produce. These are things that have, you know, that for the amount of vitamins and minerals that they have in them, have relatively low calories. So in large, if you're looking at a serving of vegetables, it's about 50 calories. If you're looking at a serving of fruit, it's about 100 calories. Very easy for you to be able to add, let's say, five servings a day. Okay, five servings of produce, however you want to do that. So if you want to do five servings of fruit, cool, that's 500 calories. If you want to do three fruit and uh, three um, servings of, uh, of vegetables. So, okay, so we got 300 and then we take the <laughs> 300 and then we have uh, two. That's right, I was, I was doing three and three. Three and two, that's why it was so weird. So then it's, it's 400 calories. And if you want to play with that any, any more, it scales it back, right? So three servings of vegetables, adding 250 calories. Three servings of fruit, 500 calories, playing with that. And once you have that baseline, I like five servings of produce because typically that fits most people's meal frequency to where you can add one serving of something at each meal. Um, and then you, once you have that baseline, you can decide how much more that you really want to eat. And the other addition at first is water. So again, you'll hear a lot of people in the fitness industry say, well, you need to drink water in place of everything else. When you're starting, because we're doing this from a foundational place, you drink water in addition to your other beverages. Because what happens over the course of time, you start drinking more water, you'll start drinking water in place of other things eventually, but nothing is completely off limits. And see, this is something that if you've been on the diet roller coaster, because everything is time bound, right? You're trying to lose X amount of pounds in however much time, however many weeks, however much, many months, years, whatever. Like you, you, you have, because you've been told that you have to have SMART goals and a huge part of SMART goals Smart, air quotes. Actually, that's a better way of describing the smart goals. Just like that. Um, I should be doing a video podcast so you can see me do that. Smart goals. I'm going to do that as an entire episode. It's going to be a video and it's just me going. Because it gets you focused on things that are really outside of your control. Your weight and how fast you lose it is outside of your control. But when you have things that you're, you're basing to make them time bound you don't take the time to really build this out in a foundational way to where it's based around your preferences. Then you start adding nutrient-dense foods. And then what happens, the third step, remember I said at the very beginning, identify foods and meals. 
I don't care if they're in the house, outside of the house, but the next step is looking at everything that you eat and start figuring out, you know, you don't have to make everything at home, but maybe if you identified three different types of things that you like to have for for uh, dinner and you do this on rotation, right? Well, you, I guarantee you, you can look and see how to make some of those dishes at home. And then what happens? Then you start saving some calories because you're in control of the ingredients, you're in control of the portion size, and you're in control of the um, type of preparation that you use. So that can save you a ton of calories. Well, what happens when you start cooking those three meals at home Well, then you start looking at other recipes, maybe things that weren't in your original rotation, and you start preparing things differently. You start testing new recipes out, and then pretty soon, you were somebody that maybe used to just grab stuff on the go all the time. Now, you cook the majority of your meals at home. Cooking is a skill that really helps when it comes to developing your your eating plan and getting your weight to where it's going to be. And I still do believe, in most cases, if... If people took this approach of, of building the foundations around their eating plan, if you stick with this, your body will start to lose weight. It will get to where it wants to be. I realize there's outliers, there's hormone situations. That's stuff that you need to talk to with the medical team that you work with, with your doctors and whatnot. But I believe in a whole, as a whole, if people took this approach first, what we're talking about, building the foundation, which is the entire premise of this podcast, not this episode, this entire podcast, which is building something around your preferences and building the foundation. If you stick to that foundation, you really don't have to diet. Your body will get to where it wants to be. Same thing with exercise, but we're not really talking about exercise in this episode. So if you start with addition over subtraction, again, this is the second step. First, you identify the, the meals that you want to eat on a regular basis Then you start adding nutrient-dense foods, which nutrient-dense foods I've defined here as produce, fruits and vegetables, and water. But what about all the, what about protein? The meals that you eat have protein in them. As you shift this and as you evaluate it, if you're somebody that is eating based on a certain target number for protein, which again is a skill, is another skill that's in your toolbox, if you have this foundation and if you know how to cook and you know kind of how to do portions and stuff, you have like you have more options when it comes to protein. It's not always drinking a shake post-workout, drinking a shake, you know, two to three shakes a day. That has been a wonderful plan marketed to you by every single meal replacement shake company. Drink two to three of these a day in addition to a sensible diet. We'll call a sensible diet one that's based around your eating preferences more so than your food choices because preferences over nutrient density always wins out. What you enjoy eating is always going to win out over what you think you quote-unquote should eat. And by the way, this, like so many other things in life, is an and game, not an or game. You eat the things that you want to eat and the things that are nutrient-dense. And then over time, some of the nutrient-dense stuff, you're going to start to like more and more. Doesn't mean that your your preferences for the stuff that you really enjoy are ever going to go away. I still like ice cream. But instead of getting a big, massive ice cream sundae, most of the time, sometimes I will still get that, I keep some ice cream at home that I like. I've got these little serving dishes, almost like a salsa side dish if you go to a, uh, to a Mexican restaurant, that I put a couple scoops of ice cream in. It does the trick. Or I'll go out for a cone somewhere. Love Grater's ice cream. 
I love Dreamy Whip too. If you guys are local to Northern Kentucky, especially, like Dreamy Whip is fabulous over in Burlington. Shout out to Dreamy Whip. Um, anyway, so again, this concept of addition before subtraction when it comes to eating, you're, you're so used to trying to lose weight and trying to eat in a calorie deficit, set the foundation first, and then when you start doing, you, you'll be in a calorie deficit naturally just by when you start preparing foods at home and you're eating more nutrient-dense foods you know, as, as you go as well. Like You will naturally go towards a calorie deficit. And then if you have this foundation and you decide to use, um, you know, a, 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 and be more focused on a calorie deficit, fine. You have this foundation that you come back to. It just, it makes everything more stable, everything more consistent. And I think it just works out so much better. So that's all I have for you today. I want to hear, I want to hear your thoughts on this. So definitely let me know. Thank you as always for listening. I will talk to you again tomorrow. Hey there. If this episode or this podcast as a whole has really helped you change your focus when it comes to eating and exercise, where you're starting to look at the long term and how you can build this as just a sustainable part of your life for the rest of your life, if you've gotten value from the episode or the series as a whole, I ask that you rate and review wherever it is that you're listening to the podcast. Uh, that helps to get this message out because this is counter to what most of us think when it comes to eating, exercise, and, and all that stuff. Also, if you know of anyone that could benefit from hearing this message, and I mean, let's be honest, if you're in the weight loss community, you probably know other people that have been on and off the dieting roller coaster um, for much of, if, uh, much of their life. Uh, I ask that you share the podcast with them. And then if you're listening to this and you're using it as a resource and for some reason it's just not clicking as much uh, for you to do this on your own as you thought it might, uh, I encourage you to head over to my site, head to yourlevelfitness.com slash coaching, and that's linked up also in the show notes for this episode. And uh, look at the look at the programs that I offer as far as working with me. There's there's three different options there. And um, if that looks interesting to you, go ahead and book a call and we can talk about it. So uh, thank you for your continued support and listening to this podcast. Again, we're changing the perception and the perspective when it comes to health and fitness. What's really important, we're making this just a healthy part of everybody's life for the rest of their life. I'm excited about doing this. I'm so glad that you're here. Thank you as always for listening, and I will talk to you again real soon.